Hello, everyone. This is the Written Spoken Podcast. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. The podcast is a curated audio version of the blogs Word Breathe and Fitly Spoken. It also provides other content intended to encourage, refresh, and or challenge you to focus on the word, the one who spoke this world into existence and became flesh to redeem us. If you have listened before, welcome back. I am your host, Esther Wright. Thank you for joining me for the third episode of the year and the new season. February is Black History Month in the USA. In honor of Black History Month, I will share some of the lyrics of James Weldon Johnson's iconic hymn, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the fate that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun, let us march on till victory is won. On the day this episode is published, We will be two days away from Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday. That is correct. This year, Ash Wednesday occurs on February 14th, Valentine's Day. If you do not usually celebrate Ash Wednesday, the fact that it falls on February 14th may mean little to you. Perhaps you do not celebrate Valentine's Day either, for one or varied reasons. But I hope you will continue to listen to today's episode, as I reflect on a spiritual practice, having these two events fall on the same day could promote in us. Valentine's Day is the day when love in all its forms is celebrated. Unfortunately, in the English language, the word love has become common in its usage. The same word is used for things. For example, food, movies, books, places. For example, bookstores, theaters, restaurants, beaches, mountains, activities. 
for example, hiking, traveling, staying home, entertaining, and people, our bird family, and our family of choice, friends, teammates, etc. But we can orient or reorient ourselves to the various types of love by going to the written word of the one who is love. What are the various types of love found in God's written word? According to several sources, such as cslois.com and learnreligions.com, there are four types of love found in the Bible. The Greek words for the four types of love are eros, E-R-O-S, storge, S-T-O-R-G-E, philia, P-H-I-L-I-A, and agape, A-G-A-P-E. The definitions for each type of love that I will share in this episode are from writer Jack Zavada's article, The Four Types of Love in the Bible, published on the LearnReligions.com website. Let us begin with Eros. Eros speaks of romantic or sensual love. Jack Zavada notes, and I quote, Within the boundary of marriage, Eros' love is to be celebrated and enjoyed as a beautiful blessing from God. And even though the term Eros is not found in the Old Testament, Song of Solomon vividly portrays the passion of erotic love. Storge. Zavada notes that Storge describes family love, the affectionate bond that develops naturally between parents and children and brothers and sisters. He further notes that Christians are members of God's family. Our lives are knit together by something stronger than physical ties, the bonds of the spirit. We are related by something more powerful than human blood, the blood of Jesus Christ. God calls his children to love each other with the deep affection of storge love. End of quote. Philea. Zavada notes that Philea describes the powerful emotional bond seen in deep friendships. Philea is the most general type of love in scripture, encompassing love for fellow humans, care, respect, and compassion for people in need. Zavada reminds us, Jesus said Philea would be an identifier of his followers. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. John 13, 35. And finally, agape. Zavada notes that agape is the highest of the four types of love in the Bible. This term defines God's immeasurable, incomparable love for humankind. 
It is the divine love that comes from God. Agape love is perfect, unconditional, sacrificial, and pure. Now that we have reviewed the four types of love found in the Bible, let us turn our attention to Ash Wednesday and Lent. The information I will share about Lent and Ash Wednesday are quotes from the articles 10 Prayers for Lent 2024, Reflection and Repentance, and What is Ash Wednesday? 2024 Guide for the Start of Lent. These articles are published on the Christianity.com website. Here are the quotes. The basic concept of Lent is to open our hearts to God's refining grace through prayer, confession, fasting, and almsgiving as we anticipate Holy Week. Lent traditionally lasts 40 days, modeled after Christ's 40-day fast in the desert, and ends on Good Friday. In the Western Church, Lent officially begins with a reminder of our mortality on Ash Wednesday. The ashes are a visible sign of repentance and a reminder of our return to dust in death. We are called to humility and faith in God for eternal life. End of quotes. I will add that Lent provides opportunities for us to clear away distractions, center our minds on Christ Jesus, and recommit our lives to Him. To have Ash Wednesday, the beginning of Lent, occur on Valentine's Day this year seems to provide an invitation for us to engage in the spiritual practice of centering our attention and our lives on the truth of agape love, God's love for us. What is the best way to focus during Lent and all other seasons on agape love, the love of God for us? The late Reverend Dr. Billy Graham referred to the Bible as, quote, God's love letter to us, telling us not only that he loves us, but showing us what he has done to demonstrate his love. We cannot read the whole Bible in a 20 minutes or so podcast episode, but we can read several verses about agape love, beginning with John 3, 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Romans 5, 6-8 You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person, someone might possibly dare to die. 
But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 John 4, 10 and 11. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Yes, to have the first day of Lent, Ash Wednesday, occur on Valentine's Day this year seems to provide an invitation for us to engage in the spiritual practice of centering our attention and our lives on the truth of agape love, God's love for us. But it is also an invitation to review through the lens of God's agape love for us the quality of the other three types of loves in our lives, specifically how we are living out the other three types of loves. Eros, for those who are married, and Storge, and Philea, for all of us. Remember, God commands us to love others, including our enemies as he loves us. Thankfully, he empowers us to do so. Let us review several scripture passages that highlight his commandment to love others. John 15, 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Ephesians 5. 25 to 28. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, Husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. 1 John 3, 16-18 By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him. How does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And what does loving in deed and truth look like? One answer is found in 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 8 and verse 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. 
And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Let us wrap up our time together with the message translation of Colossians 3, 12 to 14. So, chosen by God for this new life of love, dress in the wardrobe God picked out for you. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered, Content with second place. Quick to forgive an offense. Forgive as quickly and completely as the Master forgave you. And regardless of what else you put on, wear love. It's your basic or purpose garment. Never be without it. Let us pray. Gracious God, your love for us cannot ever fully be understood, only accepted. But although we can never fully understand your love, throughout this season of Lent, help us grow in our understanding of how dearly you love us, undeserving though we are of your love. Thank you for choosing to love us and abundantly pouring out your love within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Romans 5, 5. We love only because you first loved us. 1 John 4, 19. Help us to love you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mark 12, 30. And Lord, Help us to love others and ourselves as you love us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Scripture verses and links to resources referenced in today's episode will be shared in the episode's description. The next episode of the podcast will air in two weeks on February 25th. I hope you will join me again. Please share and rate this episode and leave a review on the platform where you listen to your podcasts. 
Reviews help others to discover the podcast. Also, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified when future episodes are published. The Written Spoken Podcast is also on Instagram. You can find written excerpts of previous episodes there and a link to the podcast in my bio. The e-version of my book, Sliced Bread, Food for the Spirit, is available on Amazon. I will let you know when other versions of that book become available. As we engage in the ordinary and extraordinary moments of life, may we speak the truth in love. May our words be seasoned with grace. May we remain committed to being deeply rooted in our God and His love. May gratitude be our lifestyle.